Welcome to UCL Knights, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about the City versus Atletico Madrid game, the Chelsea versus Real Madrid game, Benfica versus Liverpool, Villarreal versus Bayern Munich, and what an episode of UCL Knights because there were three phenomenal games of football being played Chelsea versus Real Madrid, an absolute goals scoring, goal filled phenomenal game. Um, Villarreal versus Bayern Munich, a huge upset. Um, Titans of European football, six-time champions, Bayern Munich eliminated by Villarreal at home. Um, Benfica versus Liverpool, a very close game, which due to a lot of offside goals, Benfica didn't go through, but it was a very, you know, 3-3. That's a beautiful scoreline. I mean, six goals in the game, amazing. And then Atletico Madrid versus Manchester City, which I will talk about after. But first off, I want to talk, uh, I'll actually talk about that. That'll be the third last game I talk about because, yeah, it just will be. The first one, Chelsea versus Real Madrid. What an absolute, what's the word I could use to describe it? What an absolute phenomenal game. Like, it was a beautiful game of football. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Luka Modric, beautiful pass. Um... I, I honestly thought at one point, you know, Chelsea are back in this game. It's done. Chelsea have done the upset against Real Madrid, and it's 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 done. Like, I really did think at one point it was done. However, that's not the case. 2-3 at the Bernabeu. Um, Mason Mount, Rudiger. Rudiger's goal was just Rudiger. Timo Werner's goal was just... It, it really, at the 75th minute, I was like, it's done. Real Madrid are done. But then comes on Rodrigo. Beautiful pass from Luka Modric. Rodrigo executes it perfectly. Karim Benzema, as soon as extra time starts... Six minutes in Karim Benzema. You cannot write him off. Give him the Ballon d'Or now. It's deserved. You just give it to him. We don't even need to see who else performs. Uh, Lewandowski is out of the. Um, he's out of the UCL. He was. He, these are my top four contenders: Mbappe, uh, uh, Karim Benzema, Salah, and Lewandowski. Mbappe, I said, has played very good, but PSG haven't accomplished enough for him to go on to win the. Um, Ballon d'Or, so Mbappe was out. Most Salah has a, had a dip in form. Maybe if they do win, you know, if they somehow manage to win the treble, I could see Most Salah definitely being a huge contender for the Ballon d'Or if he does contribute well in the finals and the remaining games. Lewandowski out of the Champions League, and then it's just Karim Benzema, maybe Mo Salah. So Karim Benzema deserves the Ballon d'Or. But look, that was a beautiful game of football, Chelsea versus Real Madrid. But I just want to highlight the only reason. Look, I think Chelsea dominated that game. They had, what, 28, 29, 30 shots. Um, I think almost 7 to 10 wrong um, targets. They had a majority of possession for sure. They were pressing. They were really breaking down Real Madrid in a way where Real Madrid were not prepared. I don't think Real Madrid were prepared, and it was very evident that they weren't prepared. And yeah, it, it, it was a very interesting game of football. And I really thought Chelsea deserved to win that game. But the reason they didn't win that game, and I believe the turning point in that game, the reason that cost them the game was Tuchel, Thomas Tuchel taking off Timo Werner and putting on Christian Pulisic, because I think Pulisic put an absolute stinker of a performance in. I think Timo Werner was playing a very good, you know, he just scored the goal and he was taken off, you know, a few minutes after that. I think Timo Werner was playing very well, and he has that ability, he has that pace to look Real Madrid don't have the paciest center backs in the world and Timo Werner is one of the paciest you know he has that ability of pace to go through on defense and I really think that 
I think that by taking off Timo Werner, who was performing as well, who was performing, forget about the whole pace conversation I just had, he was performing well. To take him off and to put on Christian Pulisic was a bad substitution. I'm not going to say who I think um, Christian Pulisic should have come on for. I mean, obviously, we can never say, you know, whether a player should come on or not. Um, but we can definitely say whether a player should come off or not. In terms of Christian Pulisic, you know, he has done well before in this game. He didn't perform. Obviously, we couldn't know that he wouldn't have the performance in. That's why I said it's easier to tell which player to not take off than it is to say which player to put on. You know, it's you know it's easier to say which player should come off or on than it is to say which player should have come on or off. Because, look, Kai, I mean, look, because the thing is, we didn't know Christian Pulisic would have such a stinker of a performance, which he did. And Timo Werner was playing very well, so I don't think he should have come off in the first place. So I think the whole situation of Pulisic coming on wouldn't have happened. Pulisic missed one chance, was a bit difficult to score, but then he missed his second sitting chance. And generally, his performance throughout the rest of the game wasn't good. And I genuinely, at the bottom of my heart, think that substitution was the downfall for Chelsea. I genuinely think that. And then the substitution after where uh saul came on i think that was also a bit of a bad substitution um let me see sabios you know real madrid just made a sabios substitution at that point because they knew they would, they basically won the game look i don't think saul should have come on for ruben off cheek i think uh you know rlc wasn't doing too bad Jorginho for kovacic i kind of understand but Jorginho doesn't have that pace he wasn't you know he didn't have that pace ziesh i think also ziesh had a really good opportunity actually which he didn't you know get to execute on which i think was you know it was um it should it was a great opportunity so i'm not going to say anything Vinicius Jr. and Karim Benzema with a link up to get Real Madrid ahead and move on to the semi-finals of the UEFA Champions League. And I mean, that's all I can say. I feel like there's a lot of moments in the game where time-wasting was occurring. And I'm going to talk about time-wasting at the end so, you know, I can talk about the interesting things before I talk about the time-wasting because there's multiple things I have to say relating to time-wasting. But Real Madrid 2, Chelsea 3, 5-4 in aggregate. Real Madrid are through to the semi-finals. I genuinely think in the previous game, Real Madrid were very dominant over Chelsea but I think in this game, Chelsea were dominant over Real Madrid and they deserve to win. I just think the substitutional crisis that Tuchel did, it, it really set the game you know, towards Real Madrid's side and that's why they won. I genuinely believe if he hadn't even made the substitutions, I think Real Madrid would have probably lost that game if he hadn't made those substitutions, but he did and you know, it's football. You know, you can't say anything. But yeah, Real Madrid are through. Second game, Villarreal versus Bayern Munich. What an upset. What an actual upset. I didn't expect Villarreal by any means to go through. I'll be honest. I know I shouldn't. I There was one uh, Real Madrid. I don't know if it was a manager player who said, you know, a Nagelsmann. How do you say the Bayern Munich? How do you say his name? Bayern manager pronunciation. Let me check that. Uh, no. Nagle. And pronounce. I anyway, let me talk about the game while I type. Look, um, I think it was it was the Allianz Arena, as far as I remember. Um, I genuinely didn't expect Villarreal to go through. Villarreal have done very well, but I didn't expect them to go through because I thought, look, it's Bayern Munich. Like you cannot expect like, I'm not going to call Villarreal a small club, but... Okay, it's Nagelsmann. That's how you say his name, according to this 
pronunciation website found nagelsmann apparently said that you know we're gonna try and do this in the first leg the first tie we're gonna try and fin this tie and apparently villarreal interpreted it as they're calling villarreal a small club and you know it's football is disrespectful that's how they interpreted it as there might be more to it but i just saw that one quote so that's what i'm talking about i don't think it was meant to be disrespectful and i generally don't think it was in my terms because a lot of teams would be trying to you know finish the game in the first tie but i understand why they interpreted it the way they did and I can understand that. But look, I think Villarreal put in a very good... Because I was watching the game side-by-side side with Real Madrid versus um, Chelsea game. I, I used to turn and look at the game a few minutes, not too much. Not enough for me to give you a full opinion on the game. But, you know, fair play to Villarreal. They've put in a very good performance throughout this campaign. They've definitely put in a very good performance throughout this campaign. And I think they've been rewarded for it. I mean, that last-minute goal by Chuck Weezy was just... It, I mean, it was. It's, it, it's what it is. There's not much else to say on that front. But I think, look, Real Madrid have... Unite Emery, good evening. What a masterclass. That's all I can say. He's a masterclass in Europe. The fact that, you know, the only time he's had a bad performance in Europe is with Arsenal is just laughable, to be honest. But great performance. Unite Emery, multiple-time Europa League winner. And now he's gone very deep into the Champions League. And is a final possible? Is it possible for him to go to the final? I don't know. Liverpool are a very, very tough opponent, but I think Villarreal will give Liverpool a run for their money. It's just that when you go back to Anfield, when you verse at Anfield, it's a bit of a different atmosphere, and that is a very tough atmosphere for a lot of teams. But if Atletico Madrid could beat Liverpool at Anfield after that game, into it was, uh, what when was that game? I think it was a COVID game. I post-covid i don't remember but it was it was a few years ago for sure where it was liverpool versus morata scored in that game i don't remember what year it was but if liverpool can lose to atletico madrid after atletico madrid put in a very defensive performance and then they end up winning it i think it's possible for Villarreal to upset at anfield you know because anfield is a different atmosphere and it's very hard for teams to eventually go to anfield and you know overcome and win a tie but Villarreal's performance is admirable it's applaudable it's been very good and they've been very it's a very good sense of football they've been playing and i think they deserve the position they're in and let's see how they do up against liverpool i think it's going to be a tough tough game especially for Villarreal because Liverpool are in form this season and we'll see how that turns out but let's turn our intentions to Atletico Madrid versus Manchester City I'm going to do a very clickbaity title for this podcast and I think it might attract a lot of attention and that's why I'm doing it I'm just trying to grow the podcast so don't hate the player hate the game and the game is clickbaiting because that's what pulls views so I'm going to title this podcast how not to play football by Diego Simeone because I think that will attract a lot of views but Atletico Madrid versus Manchester City was such a boring tie of football both legs were horrible i already gave my opinions on the first leg you can check out the uh, previous episode of ucl nights in and you can hear my opinions on the first leg the second leg was just so boring it was so 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 boring it only got interesting towards the end when there was like a little bit of beef happening on the pitch Atletico Madrid were genuinely creating chances, but they were unable to put any chances through. Um, that like the last fifteen minutes, I want to say of the game were where it actually got interesting. The remaining seventy-five plus extra time was just a snooze fest. And actually, actually no, fifteen minutes of the last uh, ninety, and then the extra time of ten. They gave ten minutes of extra time, almost eleven minutes, almost. That was interesting. So about twenty minutes of the game were interesting. The rest was just like literally sleepable. And my opinion is, look, Atletico Madrid was down in the first half. Sure, they were playing such defensive football. You're down 
at, and you're at a home, so you have a home advantage. I know away goal rule doesn't count anymore, but you have a home advantage. You have to put in pressure. You have to. You really have to. And you, Diego, this, I've been a huge critic of Diego Simeone's for a while. And I think the type of football Atletico Madrid play is so boring. And everyone in Europe knows their football is boring to watch. But historically, Diego Simeone, through his tactics and style, has gotten results. He's gone to two UCL finals, despite them not winning either. He's definitely gone to two UCL finals. But look, it's boring, boring football that Diego Simeone plays. And I've said it multiple times, I find it extremely boring. And this game was no exception. First half defensive football, start of the second half defensive football. At first half, 5-5-0 five, five, as a you know tactic formation. Look, you have to put in pressure. You have to start changing your style of play. Every time I watch Atletico Madrid play a European game, it's always defensive football. Atletico Madrid could be playing an amateur under 21, under 12 team, and they'd still play defensive football. It's boring to watch. And now I can say it's boring to watch, but that doesn't mean it doesn't work. It has worked multiple times. It's just boring to watch. And I regret not watching the Benfica versus Liverpool game, which I have no comments to give you about because I didn't watch anything. I just saw some of the goals and I'll give you like a minute of, you know, comments on that game. But the game Atletico Madrid versus Manchester City was so boring. And there was like Atletico Madrid's players, first of all, what a horrible performance. Despite defensive football, what a horrible performance. So many wasted chances, so many bad passes. Like, can you not see? There was one moment, I don't remember the two players involved, but one Atletico Madrid players on the right side of the pitch, all four Man City defenders are in front of him, lined up, and he makes an offside pass. I'm like, you can see all the defenders. You know this pass is going to go offside. Why are you making it? So many poor chances. I believe Atletico Madrid, when they showed the statistic, they had about um, I'll, I'll, let me check the statistic before I tell you so I can tell you the updated statistic but look so many wasted chances so many poor passes so many um, dispossessions of the ball so many times they lost the ball in silly ways so many poor tackles just a horrible performance overall just horrible performance I'm okay now I found it Atletico Madrid made 400 passes and they had a 75% pass accuracy and Every time they lost the ball, it was just such a horrendous pass. The fact that they have 75% is injustice to the amount of bad passes they made. It, if if you looked at it from a... Look, if 90% of the passes they made were just small passes, the 10% that they made, which were, you know, where they lost... I, actually, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just spiraling here. I'm just so fed up because it was such a boring game and my brain basically watched nothing for 90 to 100 minutes um yeah so boring football they should have played more they did okay i'm not going to say they didn't play pressing there were moments where they played very very pressing towards the end especially they created so many chances they just couldn't utilize any of those chances every time they had poor finishing in the final third man city i don't even want to talk about because it was just whatever you know city like city weren't pressing as much as they usually do and i think the reason city realized was because they athletic madrid isn't used to, i'm pretty sure athletic madrid isn't used to attacking because when city went on the defensive athletic madrid players were just like you know making poor passes sloppy football and i think uh, city's like you know we can just sit back and like see what happens but there were some moments where athletic were in the box they messed up a chance. They messed up so many opportunities. There was a time where there was they were scrambling because they were trying to shot after shot, shot after shot. I think Diego Simeone's football is horrible to watch. It's boring. No offense, Diego Simeone. I, with all due respect, I I think historically Atletico Madrid's boring tactics have worked, but their football is so boring to watch. Like you know, fair enough. You've gotten the results. You know, you've gone to two UCL finals. You've won a league, but your football is extremely boring to watch. And the 
I I deserve to watch every minute of the boring Atletico Madrid versus City tie. You know, just because I knew it was going to be boring football, and I still watched it anyway. So yeah, Atletico Madrid played boring football. Fair enough, it's worked historically, but it's boring, and I will have no debate about it. And yeah, that's that's all I can say for that game. Uh, one player was sent off. There was about 10 minutes of extra time added. Benfica versus Liverpool. Yeah, fair enough. Benfica had a lot of offside goals. I didn't really watch the match. I can't comment. Liverpool are through. Um, I was really, I, I really thought Benfica could maybe pull an upset. I was hoping. I didn't think. I was hoping, but obviously they didn't. Now I was saying time-wasting. In the Atletico Madrid versus Man City game and the Real Madrid versus Chelsea game especially, there was the ones I watched, there was so much time-wasting, and it makes me wonder, you know? Uh, Real Madrid, I know, Atletico Madrid versus Man United, the final leg they played, in the last 30 minutes, only 11 minutes had the ball in possession. 11 minutes was the ball in possession and in play, and that shows how boring, you know, the football is. Um... So yeah, I mean, not not how boring the football is. It just shows that you know something really a rule needs to be implemented for time wasting because it's ridiculous. It's not. It's horrible. There's it's horrible, um, and it's it's what it is. You know, that's not much I can say. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you for tuning into this episode of UCL Knights. Uh, we'll see what the final holds. I can I think City is it's gonna be a City versus Liverpool final, but I wouldn't write off Real Madrid at all. And I wouldn't write off Villarreal at all because they've both been, you know, unpredictable, especially Villarreal. Huge respect to them for what, you know. I was writing off Villarreal because I was like, they're seventh in their league. They're not the most, you know, they're not historically the best team. Um, but whatever, you know, I think Villarreal are the dark horses and they they deserve to be in the semifinals and what an upset against Bayern Munich. Like, I can't say anything else. Unite Emery Masterclass, he's a specialist in Europe. And the fact that he only had one bad season in the last few, with and, and that's with Arsenal, says a lot, and that's just hilarious. Congratulations to Unite Emery Masterclass, well-deserved. Um, I'll see you guys in the next episode of UCL Knights, which will be... When will that be? I think it'll be in quite, quite some time. That will be on Thursday... No, Wednesday, 28th April. I will see you guys. Villa Real versus Liverpool. Why do both the semifinals have to be on the same day? You know, just do a day spacing or something. But yeah, that's it. Um, Atletico Madrid are out of the UCL. Boring football. And I'm going to use a clickbaity post. I'm saying this now. Clickbaity post. Um, Atletico Madrid are out of the Champions League. Real Madrid are moving on. Real Madrid versus Manchester City. Villarreal versus Liverpool. Who will make it to the final? Let me know. Leave me a DM. Whatever you want to do. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Till then, take care and peace.